Go to College, They Said, a podcast hosted by Get Involved NC, your center for student engagement and leadership at Niagara College. We're here for students who are looking to make the most out of their time in college, enhance their experience, make connections, and gain a competitive edge. This is an all-access pass for students to listen, learn, and start to lead with their best professional foot forward. So go to college, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Welcome back to Go to College, I Said, and happy Friday for those of you listening. And today I'm going to talk to you about professionalism. This is a very common theme, topic that students come to me with, especially within the leadership program that they want to build. They want to have that professional development. They want to build themselves as a professional in their field of study and just in general as a student. So I know it is a transition going from student to staff or into the working world and to help make that smooth transition, it's really going to start now and the habits and things that you are going to do now to benefit you later. So we're going to walk through 10 things every college student should do to be more professional. It really goes back and hand in hand with that personal brand and becoming professional in the world of work because it allows people to represent themselves and separates one person to the next. So if you want to stand out and you want to hold yourself higher, it is around that professional and how you carry yourself and act. So here are 10 things on how you can get started to building your brand and your professionalism. Number one is your speaking skills. And I don't mean this as knowing when and when not to speak. And although that is a great skill to have as well, but speaking skills is in knowing when to call, text, email, and talk professionally in that. So In the professional world, using that text talk and acronyms will not do well for you. If you find yourself using that language in your social life and your day-to-day, that's fine. But knowing when you have to be more professional, that's that speaking skills and that speaking awareness that you need to have. So learning how to be professional means learning how to speak like one. I know that when I'm with my girlfriends... And we're talking and back, going back and forth. It's easy to text short acronyms, LOL, say even LOL or BRB in person, but that's not how I would address a colleague. That's not how I would address my boss. That's not how I would address an alumni and anyone I'm outsourcing as. So those speaking skills and speaking awareness is very, very crucial to your professionalism. The second thing kind of goes hand in hand with that, and it's your voicemail. So this might seem funny because I know a lot of us, I say us as millennials, don't love calling. It's often a lot of things could be emails or send as a message, but I think it's important to have your voicemail set up professionally. I know a lot of people who have those funny voicemails that it's like, hello? Oh yeah, hey, how's it going? Just kidding, I'm not there. And that is funny, but maybe to a potential employer, they might not think so or they might even just hang up. So you want to give yourself the most opportunities. Just make sure you set up that voicemail. Something nice, easy, professional. Hi, it's Sarah Singleton. Sorry I've missed your call. Leave your name and number and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks so much. Done. Easy. The third point is dress the part. So we often talk about dressing for success. I know with work and learn from home, we are all living in loungewear and that is completely fine again into your day to day. But if you do have an interview or a meeting, anything that's going to be with someone who could shape your career, you want to look the part. Make sure that you are putting your best foot forward and that often starts with your outfit. And it can help go a long way too in your, not just your physical appearance, but your motivation. I know on days that 
I have my meetings booked back to back to back. I am up, I get ready, I shower, I do my makeup, I get dressed, and you just feel more on it, and that's kind of dressing the part, what I mean. Obviously, that doesn't mean some days I'm wearing sweatpants and a crew neck, but just knowing when I have certain meetings planned, I am putting in that extra effort to make sure that I am showing up as professional as I can be. Number four, business cards. And I'm going to add this as business card slash email signature because I know that not being in person, business cards might not be as high on the list. I am just a fan of them for when you are maybe somewhere and you want to leave a card or, ah, sure, here, take my card. It's very quick. It's very easy. And it does look very professional. It's all the information, whether that is just your email, your social handles, your phone number, your LinkedIn, just something for them to get a hold of you and something that makes you stand out. And I'll say your email signature It's great because you can send that off easily with your emails and then if they are interested, it's an easy way for them to do an easy click to find out more about you. Which brings me to number five of your online presence and cleaning up your online social platforms. This is so important. I am very thankful that I finished university around the time that Instagram came out so I did not go through post-secondary with much social media outside of shout out bbm if anyone remembers but this is very important i see it all the time with my students with friends colleagues it's very important to clean up your social profiles if you think that employers don't find you if you think that people don't search people on their social think again because it happens always remember that employers are looking at social media more than ever because it does in fact run our world. You could have a skill set like no other candidate applying for a job, but if an employer stumbles across something on your social profile that they don't agree with or approve of or think is professional, it could change your opportunity. So I'm not saying that every single thing needs to be you studying in the library, but just know everything you're posting have the lens that a future employer is going to be looking at this. Be careful and challenge yourself to become your best professional self online. Because again, it is your personal brand. Number six is your confidence. So again, this is a top contender on maybe the top three things students want to progress, improve, and leave college with is feeling more confident. And this is across the board, confident in yourself, confident in your skill set, confident in your public speaking. It's just that feeling everyone wants to walk into a room and feel confident. But I will tell you right now, it's not going to happen overnight. And one thing that you can do to help with that confidence we talked about it before on a previous episode, is your elevator pitch. So going over and practicing and practicing and practicing what it is that you do, who you are, what you're looking for, who you want to connect with, and why you do what you do. If you go over your elevator pitch, you're going to feel that much more confident when someone approaches you and says, oh, hey, how are you? How's it going? What do you do? You're going to have that elevator pitch ready. Number seven, probably my favorite one, is learn every single day. So learning helps everyone. You can never learn too much. And especially as a professional, I don't mean just learn in your academics. Learn outside of your academics. Bring something else to the table in terms of conversations, what's going on, being knowledgeable about your surroundings. This is the best thing that you can do to be a better listener and a better conversationalist. 
is by learning. So what I love to do is the content that I'm consuming in a day, I make sure that they are from quality sources and of interest to me so that when I do meet someone, I can say, oh, hey, have you heard about this? Have you read this? I know what's going on. So some that I love, I go on and I subscribe to The Fast Company, Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneurship Magazine, Create and Cultivate, Girl Boss, so that there are always an influx of resources coming into my inbox every single day of something else that I can read. And then the people that you follow online. Make sure that your content is quality content that's going to help you learn something. Obviously, you know, I love a good meme as well, but I'm just saying a balance of more positive quality content that you can create meaningful conversations from as well. Number eight is your hobbies. And I know that this sounds funny and it's kind of always that dreaded question when you get an interview is, tell me a little about yourself or what do you do for fun? I hate that question. What do you do for fun? Because nothing makes you feel more unfun than that question. Because the second it asks, I'm like, I don't know one thing I like for fun. But it's these hobbies, these things that you do every day. And they're not hobbies like, oh, I love going out and drinking with my friends. While that could be something that brings you joy, it's not the professional response. So have hobbies for your growth. So now more than ever, we do have the time to take on some hobbies and make sure that they're hobbies for your growth. And that does not mean they have to be boring hobbies. It could be something like, I've really found a passion with cooking in quarantine and now I make sure to try a couple recipes each week. Or I really love podcasts. I listen to three or four go-tos a week and I always make sure to incorporate a new one every time. Those are things that are kind of of interest or you can say I really like volunteering with blank organization because it sparks an interest in blank. Whether it's giving your time, learning a new skill, hobbies that are going to help you grow and that are great conversation topics as well. Okay, number nine ask questions. And I'm going to preface this with ask questions and demonstrate initiative because nothing is worse than when someone comes to you with a question that you then go Google and figure out because then it's like, why didn't you just go Google it? That's where my mind goes. So put in the work and then ask questions that show that you've made an effort or that you've gotten part of it, but you're not sure, you want to clarify. It's so much better to show that you have the initiative and that you've tried instead of just wanting the quick answer. Because what is the difference between, like I said, me going to Google it the second you ask me, when it's like, did you not think to do that? So make sure that you are taking pride in learning and how you are going to be comfortable with asking questions, but just make sure you've done a little bit of the legwork as well. And lastly, number 10 is do not wait. Don't wait to be asked to do something. Don't wait for something to pass you by before you want to do it. Be proactive in sourcing opportunities, bettering yourself, in building your skill set to be more confident. Put yourself into that professional mindset. Positivity is key and employers do not want someone who is negative in their environment. Positivity really is contagious. And so have that mindset of I'm going to go for it versus I'm going to wait for it to happen. So those are... 10 things that college students should be doing to make themselves more professional. So give them a try, slide into our DMs, and tell us what you're working on. 